0: This is Rodney from the Masculine Journey podcast, where we explored manhood within Jesus Christ. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Sit back, enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together, we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. How fun on Easter Eve that we get to talk about Africa needs Jesus, because, <laughs> uh, right, it's, it's it's kind of that time of year where we get a chance to um, really see what Jesus is doing. And so we got Kelly Gilbert with Trans World Radio here joining us actually out of Raleigh, but via their studios out there, right, Kelly? Hello, Kelly. Well, we had Kelly Gilbert, but this would be an <laughs> interesting situation here at Kingdom Pursuits. Is there. Other guest hasn't arrived yet, and Kelly, apparently there's a little technical difficulty. We'll get her here in a minute, but it's just a good time for me to do my (laughs) Robbie's Riddle, since um, um, if that would be possible, to go ahead and just play my music, Carmen, if you could. Um, Well, she's busy trying to get Kelly on, so we'll just go with the... With the with the jokes, why not? So speaking again, the other guest that's supposed to be here is called to duty, and uh, so speaking of duty, where do medieval soldiers hang out when they're off duty? <laughs> so where do medieval soldiers hang out when they're off duty? And there's nobody to ask, but I'll just ask you if you thought about it. <laughs> So they hang out at the nightclub, of course. That's where they hang out. So, um, (laughs) the next uh, one is Plagiarism Squad reporting for duty, sir. Have you heard that? Plagiarism Squad calling for, uh, uh, reporting for duty, sir. Copy that. Do medieval soldiers hang out when they're off? Hey Carmen, now I'm hearing my delay. That's okay. Did you get her on? No? All right. And then, last but certainly not least of my jokes, (laughs) what do they call jury duty in Australia? So, a little bit difficult this morning due to a new studio and new systems and new everything, but what do they call jury duty in Australia? They would call that diggerty duty. (laughs) So... Oh, this isn't the same without my music. But nonetheless, I like the joke. What do they call jury duty in Australia? Digger, you know, if you've ever heard a diggery Do, it's kind of fun. So I actually have a riddle today. You can call in win at 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. So what is the, actually the first three mentions of duty in the Bible? They actually have to do with what union that usually gets a great reception. So the first three mentions of duty in the Bible have to do with what union that usually gets a great reception. And if you can answer that, Carmen, tell them what they'll win.
1: They'll win one of our awesome mystery prizes that Robbie has yet to tell me. So I'm excited as much as you are.
0: (laughs) Well... We were hoping again to have, to have call-to-duty tickets. That's a conference coming up May 6th through the 7th. But since we don't have those at this point, we're going to go with the regular Kingdom Pursuits Tri's Vault, which we have all kinds of books and prizes as a result of, um, you know, we just got back from the NRB. And we've had such an amazing, um, amazing, uh, as Stu puts it, you know, we get this plunder like all these people that weren't going to ship these books back, but we interviewed so many amazing authors. So we're going to give you a book from the Kingdom Pursuits Prize, prize Vault. All you're going to do is call in, which would be really good, because then I'll have somebody to talk to. 866-348-7884, 34 truth So actually, I think I've been doing this show, well, since 2009. And so somewhere in the neighborhood eleven, twelve 11, 12 years, I've never had this happen where it came showtime, and I had no guest. <laughs> so, so, But we can't, you know, they, they, the disc jockey, the first time I ever did the Christian Guy show, he said, you must really like to talk on the radio. And I was terrified, and I was like, no, not particularly. And he said, well, you can't have any dead air. So here we are without a guest on Kingdom Pursuits and trying to figure out how not to have dead air, as the case may be. And, and so, you know, you guys can enjoy watching Robbie squirm, unless you want to call it. (laughs) 866-348-7884. So, you know, I can get into a little bit of what I enjoyed um, so much in the 118th Psalm that I didn't get it talked about in the Christian Car Guy show. So, you know, if you look down, and I don't have the verses in front of me now, but... um, really really cool as you come down near the end of the psalm you know you get to the the 22nd verse which says the stone the builders rejected has become you know the head of the corner you know that clearly you know is giving you an idea this is jesus quoted this psalm several times and and so jesus taught on it and and now these folks are getting a chance to see this so Apparently, they're getting, a hopefully, Transworld Radio on the phone, so we're going to be able to do that here in a minute. But then when you move down, you know, there's— a, and I think it's two verses right after that, where they start saying, save us and bring prosperity. Well, that actually in Hebrew is the Hosanna. And so, um, oh, good, I got a Riddler. I got Bill in Gastonia. But so that Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest— um, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Well, really, really neat that you you get, here's this, the stone, the builders rejected. Then you get the Hosanna, which we know from Palm Sunday you get to hear. And then blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And then right after that, if you look in that psalm, which is just an amazing Easter psalm, then you see that it says, you know, bind the sacrifice to the cords of the altar. Well, you know, it's interesting that here these folks were quoting the the 118 the Psalm on Palm Sunday, and I think that they were showing a picture of what Jesus would be doing. Um, well, great. I have two um, callers now, so I'm going to go to um, Bill is in Gastonia. Bill, you're on Kingdom Pursuits. Good morning, and I'm just grateful I have somebody to talk to. <laughs> Bill, are you with me? Hello, Bill. Yes. Oh, Bill, you're on Kingdom Pursuits. I'm here. Yes, you are. So. Great. You know, the first three mentions of duty in the Bible have to do with what union that usually gets a great reception. Marriage. Ah, <laughs> I kind of rejected that one. Are you married, uh, Bill? Uh I was. <laughs> so I had, a, I had a great reception, not not as good of a marriage <laughs> as I hoped. I understand, I understand, but it's interesting, don't you think? And I was I was looking at it this morning. Absolutely. the, the first three mentions of the word duty, and um, you know, I don't know if you've ever um, studied the, the different ideas of what motivates people um, to do I something. You know, like, fear is a horrible motivator, from what I understand. You know, you can get people to do a lot of stuff with fear, but they don't necessarily work their best. But And money will get people to, to do stuff for you, but it's not necessarily the best motivator to get people to do stuff. Interestingly, duty is a tremendous motivator. Like, you know, if you know it's something you're supposed to do, um, you know, it, it helps you. Yeah. So how long have you been listening, Bill?
1: Uh this been on and off for, for years. Uh, just, I um just I guess it's just in North Carolina, I've heard you.
0: Yeah, well you you live in Gastonia there, just north of Charlotte?
1: Absolutely, yes.
0: And where do you go to church?
1: Uh place called Friendship Baptist Church. Oh. I kinda just started just started going there.
0: Oh cool. And so you are you excited about Easter tomorrow?
1: I am. I am. We're doing a little sunrise and Going to feed me afterwards. I can't
0: can't ask for anything more. That's really cool. I get to do a sunrise service in at um in Ashboro. I think it's called West Ashboro Baptist Church. I get to do that. Well, Bill, I got to run. Thank you. You're oh, a right. winner. We're going to send you out a book of your choice. I've got Jim when we come back. Hopefully in Charlotte, he'll stay with us, and I'll get a chance to talk to him. And somebody else is calling in. Maybe even Transworld Radio. Who knows. <laughs> Or, or other guests that didn't come in today, but we'll be right back. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And we are so blessed to be with you today. I'm so glad you tuned in here on Easter Eve. And when we left our hero, we had Jim in Charlotte's going to be with us. We have Mabel's going to be with us with her book, Far From Home, in just a minute. So, Jim, you're on Kingdom Pursuits. Good morning. Hey, how are you? I am wonderful. So, did you have another answer for us on the first three mentions of duty in the Bible?
1: Uh, no, actually, I just I wanted to call in and support you guys. Uh, been a long time listener uh, and just want to thank. The Lord for dying for us, and then the, of course the blessed resurrection. I'm looking forward to tomorrow, and it's a special time of year for everybody,
0: isn't it? Well, thank you, Jim. That's awesome, and and I appreciate you. Where do you you live in Charlotte?
1: Actually, outside of Charlotte, in Monroe. Oh, cool. Um, haven't haven't been here that long—about seven, eight months. Going to Lee, Lee Park Baptist Church, the nice little church. That's and, neat, you know getting 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 all ready for tomorrow,
0: yeah, me too
1: <laughs> it's <gonna> be <laughs> it's
0: gonna be a wild afternoon, so wow, well, thank you, Jim, God bless you. I appreciate you calling in and supporting us, and all right, keep up the
1: good work long time listener,
0: oh, we're so grateful, thank you, Jim, God bless
1: Bye-bye. all right, we'll see you
0: all right, we got mabel uh Mabel. My apologies, you were supposed to be on at the top of the hour, but we do have Mabel now. Her book is Far From Home. Welcome, Mabel.
2: Thanks for having me, Robbie. I'm so excited to be on your show. Such an honor.
0: Yes, yes, we're so grateful. And where are you calling from today?
2: From San Jose, California. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: that is Far From Home. <laughs> but anyway i so i take it you know the way but nonetheless (laughs) um years ago i lived in san jose actually and i'm talking about a lot of years ago like 1963 i lived in san jose so that's really really neat so i there's quite a story behind this book far from home can you share with our listeners a little bit how you were how god called you to write it
2: Sure. Um, So I'm an immigrant from India, and I moved to the U.S. um, more than 13 years ago. Um, And when I moved at that time, I was, um, you know, I'm giving away my age here, but I was almost 30 years old. (laughs) And so I was somewhat settled, uh, you know, in the sense that I was rooted in one place. Um, I grew up in a Christian home, and I had a very sheltered upbringing, a happy family, family. Um, I had a good job. I was uh, involved in the church, in youth ministry. Um, And so life was just happy, comfortable. Um, I was serving God where he put me. But when I moved to another country, and I was happy, you know, I was so happy to be uh, in the U.S. and start a new life with my husband because I moved right after I got married. So I followed my husband here because of his work and i was ready for an adventure uh i was ready to start a new phase of life with my husband but i didn't realize that uh, this was a huge change and that it was going to have an effect on me uh, both emotionally and even spiritually um because i was uprooted literally and in, in every way you know um i didn't have my family with me anymore um a community of friends that I was so involved with uh, I didn't have them anymore or a job um, and so I really struggled um, to live with uh, joy or with purpose on the surface um, I seemed well adjusted and like I was enjoying myself but deep down um, I started to feel like I, I don't know why I'm here or where I belong I was wrestling with questions of identity, um, missing home, loneliness, also feeling like I don't belong anywhere. And it was not until a few years um, later when I, you know, um, signed up to go to a Bible study and really started spending more time with God and saturating myself with scripture that he made me realize I am in my very soul an immigrant, a foreigner on earth, so how can Anything on this earth uh, give me that stability and security. Um, and he reminded me of uh, verses from the Bible that pointed to our foreign identity, like Philippians 3.20 uh, says that our citizenship is in heaven. Um, in First Peter also, uh, one seventeen, he calls us aliens and strangers. And again, in, in chapter 2 of First Peter, he calls us foreigners. Uh, even the author of Hebrew in the faith chapter, chapter 11, when he quotes all these people of faith, he says that they admitted they were foreigners and strangers on earth, and that kind of seems to have fueled their faith. And so the lessons that I learned from just digging deeper into God's word and learning more about my um, immigrant identity, my spiritual immigrant identity, um I wanted to share that with others because, uh, like me, if there is anyone out there who's probably struggling with change, uncertainty, or who's feeling lost, like they don't belong, or even someone who's going through a prolonged period of suffering, I wanted to encourage them with this message, and that's the reason why I wrote this
0: book. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And, and, you know, in the 119th Psalm, in the Gimel section— Actually, the second, might be the third verse of the Gimel section says, I'm a stranger on the earth. Hide not your commandments from me. And I've often thought about that verse. It's like if you're a stranger to any place, you need a map, right? Like, like, you know, if I'm a stranger, I need a map. And that's what kind of the psalmist was saying that like, man, Lord, I, you know, I don't know what I'm doing here and I'm Mm -hmm. clearly out of place, um, so, yeah. so Lord, give me a map. And, and he gave us his word, um, which is actually kind of Jesus and Jesus is the word. And so, you know, it's kind of neat. I have you here on Easter Eve because yeah, it sounds like you were a believer before you started going to that Bible study and you had this revelation, but then all of a sudden, um, God took you deeper into the freedom that he had for you. Right. Yes, absolutely. Um, I mean,
2: I was, Um, Like I said, born and raised a believer, I accepted Jesus at a young age, and I was raised in the tradition of the church, which I feel is a privilege because in India, only 5% of the population are Christians. But God in His sovereignty put me in a family that, uh, you know, we we studied God's Word every day, and I I was part of a loving church. And so I thought that I had it figured out until everything was, you (laughs) know— shaken in a in a sense my world was shaken and completely changed and it challenged me to really think about uh if think about the fact that if jesus was enough for me then why am i still not feeling okay
0: wow wow and so how long ago was that 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 you had that experience where you were Where you went to that Bible study, what year was that?
2: Oh, wow. That was 2000, I think, 2011 or 12. That was after my son was born. And, you know, it was not like before that, uh, I wasn't reading the Bible or studying the Bible. I was doing all those things. um, And I was struggling on my own um, to kind of, you know, read and, and stay in God's word and abide in God's word. I was. I knew that God's word had the answers, but I was also trying to find happiness in other things. And, you know, I would uh, volunteer at so many places because um, in India, I was used to being such a busy person. And so I was um, trying to find or get back that joy through, I don't know, worldly things. And, and, and uh, But I was still feeling dissatisfied. And I said, I can't do this on my own. I need community. And that's when I just Googled Bible study. And, um, Did I'm you really? Sure. You just Googled it. <laughs> yes, I said Bible study near me because I didn't even have a church at really? that point. Um, and yeah, I just landed in Southern California and I didn't have a church at that point. We were still looking for churches. I said Bible study near me. And then this brought up, you know, Bible study fellowship, this organization that met Wednesday mornings and a nearby church, and I had one friend. I called her and I said, please tell me this is not a cult or something. And she (laughs) said, (laughs) because I know nothing about them. And she said, Mabel, you've got the right group. I've been going there for years and they are strong on doctrine um, and you will find an amazing community to study with. And, And that's what happened. They were studying the book of Matthew that year and just learning about Jesus, His words, and His work, um, something started shifting in my mind. I think it was just that I um, that I started enjoying intimacy with God even more, and He changed my perspective. So slowly my questions began to change from, what am I doing here to, God, what do you want me to do here? use me for your will and your purpose wherever I am, even if I don't know anyone, even if I have nobody here, I have you and you tell me what to do, how I can be a blessing to others. And so that mindset, I don't think it happened, you know, immediately like a miracle. It took a while, but it did happen. And that that just um, brought back the joy in my life.
0: Oh, that's so awesome. We got to go to a break, Mabel. But when we come back, we're going to have more from Far From Home because we've just begun the journey Far From Home.
1: (laughs) Absolutely.
0: (laughs) So we'll be right back with a lot more Kingdom Pursuits. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And, you know, really cool. Always how I get a chance to see how God (laughs) comes to somebody who was called out to him in need and then comforted them. And then they are an opportunity to comfort those with the comfort they were comforted with, which is what Mabel's story is. Her book is called Far From Home. Mabel, where's where's the best place to get your
2: book? Oh my books available on Amazon. Um KristenBook.com has a great offer right now. Um and Barnes and Noble. Yep. On all the major retail uh retailers uh site online.
0: What's your last name, Mabel?
2: Ninen, N I N A N.
0: So if they look for Far From Home by um Mabel Ninan. N I N A N, right?
2: Yeah.
0: So whether that's Amazon and, uh, or, yeah, go ahead. Uh, sorry, I just wanted to
2: say that it releases in July, but it's up for pre-order now. You can pre-order it uh, right now. And so um, it's not available in bookstores now, but it will be after July
0: 12th. How wonderful. So, yeah, and boy, it really helps out an author if you order it before the book's released, because that first week, you know, all the sales go in that the book, the books released of all the pre-sales and so you really help her out by ordering the book and then reviewing it when you get it it's called far from home and again it's by mabel nine and And so mabel you know here you were you you obviously had felt this relief how did god come after you to write a book <laughs>
2: oh that's a good question uh robbie i've always been interested in writing ever since I was a little girl, you know, I kept journals, I used to write poems Um, when I was single I used to write a blog called you know, Sold Out S-O-U-L-E-D
0: Oh really? (laughs) (laughs) I'm always good for a pun or two, so I like that Sold (laughs) Out (laughs) S-O-U-L
1: Yeah
2: That's really good Thank you, and um, I have always myself best through the written word, um, and so when I was going through this journey, there was always this prompting on my heart. You know that you should write, you should write down what you're thinking, write down what you're going through, and memorialize it because these are all God's stories. Um, and another uh, reason or strong motivation was for me to write down how God has been faithful to me and to keep that for my son to later look back and read so that his faith can also grow. Because he he's growing up here in America, and he has no clue about my life in India or what, um, the, what I went through, you know, coming from India to the U.S., and um, how God uh, stood by me and built me up or edified me. And so I wanted to leave something behind for him, too. And so my idea was first to write letters to my son or something like that. And so I took this uh, idea to a writer's conference and over time it evolved into this book. And I'm just so surprised that God works in mysterious (laughs) ways that, you know, my idea of a blog or uh, uh, letters to my son was somehow changed into something so powerful and this idea could not have come on my own it was uh, other writers and coaches and mentors who came along the way and helped me really refine this idea um refine my craft and and that the book is a product of uh, of all of those people's uh, investment in me
0: right and then just to further the adventure god has you on I, you know, I met you at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention, and so how did how did you end up there? <laughs>
2: um so I wanted to you know get the word out about my book and um connect with media professionals um I also do have a video podcast on my own, so I was interested to see what others are doing in the field um I wanted to connect with um Podcasters and others like me, and learn from them, and so that's what brought me to Nashville. Um, I didn't have, you know, the money to pay a PR person to to publicize my book or promote my book, but I thought, you know, I can go to Nashville, and I have a good friend in Nashville who I stayed with, um, and I I wanted to just meet um, people from the media and and uh, put my idea forward to them and see if they would partner with me in spreading this message and and encouraging people all over the country and the world.
0: That's beautiful. And it's kind of cool. I'm honored that you would um, give me a chance to share, you know, your story with our listeners. And and so, Mabel, you can hear, you know, the idea of the show is how does God take your passion and use it to build the kingdom. And here we understand that Mabel's passion is clearly writing. And the, like she said, the written word. So I'm curious, of all the chapters of your book, mm-hmm. which one can you hardly wait for somebody to read? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I really like the chapter, that I, uh, one chapter I wrote on homesickness. Um, because, you know, many people who, who relocate or who leave their homes and move, they experience homesickness at some point. And um, for immigrants and refugees, it can be more intense because somehow in their mind, home is really, really far away. Um, And so I talk about my homesickness, especially for me, it was different because even within the U.S., I moved around a lot. For instance, in the 13 years that I've lived here or more, this is my 10th home and 7th city. And so just moving from one place to another uh, made me homesick for a permanent home. And and sometimes when I go and visit India, I feel homesick for the U.S. Uh, and so I feel like there is this constant uh, longing for home um, that uh, inhabits me. And it's beautiful because, in a way, it's, it's a shadow of the of the longing that I have for my permanent home with Jesus. And so I cannot wait for my readers to read that chapter, um, and especially for those of us who love God and who enjoy sweet fellowship with Him here. Um, and and that is, in a sense, you know, a taste of heaven on earth whenever. We um, enjoy time with God whenever we encourage other believers or go to church or serve God's people. We basically get a glimpse of heaven here on earth, and that makes us long for our heavenly home and that homesickness, which I now uh, fully embrace.
0: You know, it's it's a neat thing. I, I once did a little bit of a study and discovered there are arguably more songs written about home than there are about love. Wow. And you don't have to do much of an inventory. to You know, there's no place like home for the holidays or, you know, um, you know homeward bound. I wish I was. <laughs> you know, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Actually, if you begin to study it, and I, I looked at it for a while, and, it, and it's fascinating to me, and you may be aware of this, that the Bible itself, the Torah, um, starts with a bet, which means house and and Mm. that originally when God made the world, that what the Jews teach about the reason it starts with a bed is he wanted a place that he could call home where it could hang out with those people that he made and have fellowship and have a community like you're talking about in your church. And, and that's what God wants. And so that was the whole idea to begin with. And so no wonder that's such a deep, deep place in our hearts um, that, 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 This longing for home and and Which is so tied to our identity um, Because we got kicked out (laughs) You know, two chapters later Just saying (laughs) Anyway, so We will be right back with Mabel She's far from home And it looks like we got the other guest Just driving up That's going to be here with the Call of Duty We can at least get in a short bit with him So stay tuned We got a little bit more Kingdom Pursuits coming up Easter Eve. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And we've been so blessed to have with us Mabel Nine in with her book, you know, Far From Home. But now we have um, Michael Hansley with us. He's with a conference coming up called Call to Duty. It's going to be in Clements at the Village Inn Event Center, May 6th, coming up. And so, wow, Michael, tell us what's going
3: on. Just just looking to put on a men's conference and encourage discipleship and just bring men together for fellowship uh, and ultimately to glorify God.
0: And so, you know, what kind of guys are you hoping that will hear this and show up, I guess? Or can you give us a picture of, like, if you're sitting on the couch and you're thinking, man,
3: I need what? what I mean, that's – that's um, <coughs> I wouldn't even know how to answer that question. I mean, that's the thing. If you're a man and you love the Lord, I think you should show up. I think there's not any of us that don't need deeper growth and to – to just love the Lord with all our hearts, minds, strength.
0: And so, who who do you have lined up that's coming to speak?
3: <clears throat> so, the keynote speaker is actually Mike Devine. He's out of Covenant Church down in Denver, North Carolina. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of him before or not. Um, just loves the Lord, has a huge heart for men. I think he's got his own podcast. I'm pretty sure. So,
0: and and so, what what is he going to be speaking on? Do you know?
3: So the conference theme is Light Up Your World. Uh, it's based on Matthew five fourteen through 16. So that is uh, ultimately, that's it's all about discipleship, equipping men um, in the areas that we need to. Because let's say you and I, we both love the Lord, right? Yes. Okay. We're on different paths, right? Yes. So <clears throat> what I need for growth may not be what you need for growth. So what we're really focusing on is, Uh, Mike Divine will be speaking, yes, but then we're going to break out into classes that are taught by just laymen that are walking in victory in in just different areas of their life. So that way we can sit there. I mean, for for the man that's struggling with porn, we got a guy that's walking in victory over it. Um, For the guy that's having marital issues, yeah, we have men that are teaching on marriage. Um, For the guy that just doesn't know what it looks like to love the Lord, yeah, we have classes on that too. So.
0: And so you've got the main speakers,
3: and you, you have several of those? Um, so we have one main speaker, and then we have a couple. Um, Jeff Zinger will be one of the speakers as well there. He'll be doing a small spot, and then we have um, other teachers. I would call them teachers because we're going to break into smaller classroom-sized settings and actually um, teach so that way we're not all 500 men in a room or 300 men in a room, but maybe down to 10, 15 men in a class so we can have more intimate discussions.
0: Yeah, and that's a beautiful um, event center right there, you know, right off the exit in Clemens, North Carolina. If you're in that in this area, or even if likes people are in Raleigh, because we're we're broadcasting clear into Virginia and actually into Pennsylvania as well.
3: Yeah, very easy to get to. Um, we've tried to make it simple. It's easy to get to, easy to register. You can go to Call to Duty and you can just click on the button register right there. Call
0: to World. You got it. Not the Call to Duty game but <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's call of duty this call is called it, to duty okay
0: well that's a good is, significant thing to know so it's yep. called to duty
3: call to duty,
0: not call of duty correct uh, and there you go so you, you want to make sure you get that and well we lost Mabel um but I guess that's n- no problem been that kind of a morning where all sorts of surprises are coming around every bend. so um Tell us about your own journey. How did you, you know, come to have a heart for men's ministry?
3: <clears throat> well, that's um that's a long story. I don't know if you have time for all that. But I mean, ultimately I I failed. Um, I failed in life just in so many different aspects. Um, I was living culturally and I was what you would call a cultural Christian. And I, I thought I was a Christian. I thought I was a follower of Christ, but then um everything was just falling apart. And if we're being honest, um, I didn't love God. I, I, I didn't like I knew who he was. Yeah, did I, eh, I didn't have any reverence. I, he wasn't an authority over my life. Um, and eventually things fall apart. So yeah, a um, uh, failure as a father, a failure as a husband, um, failure as a business owner, just, and when I finally surrendered, you know, life started changing. It's not easier, definitely not easier, but it's better. And and so you have a heart for
0: discipleship. So did somebody come alongside you and help disciple you?
3: Oh, I have. um, So my dad died when I was 16. Um, And so I lived under the lie that I was a self-made man for a long, long time. But yes, I've been blessed, especially in the last four years, to have two wonderful old men uh, just come alongside me and they have fathered me um, like I would have never dreamed of.
0: And so what are the, in, in what ways did they fathered you? Oh, lots
3: of correction. <laughs> lots of correction and discipline. Uh, much needed, I will say that, uh, tell you that. Um, it just honestly, just having an intimate relationship with another man, just sitting there um, confronting me with the hard truths, um, you know, questioning, you know, watching my walk and saying, are you sure this is what you believe? You know, because the way you say and the way you walk don't always line up.
0: Yeah, it's a distance between the two. Again, the conference is called To Duty. It's at the uh, Village Inn Event Center. It's coming up May 6th through the 7th here in Clemens, North Carolina. And you can go to call 2 right? call 2 and, and register. And uh, we thank you so much for being with us, Michael. We thank you for Mabel, It he was here with us most of the show. And for you guys who called in and helped me when I didn't have any guests. So it's been an interesting show, and boy, you know, what a wonderful Easter Eve. I pray that you guys just have an amazing Resurrection Day tomorrow. Right now, stay tuned for Encouraging Prayer. Followed up, Masculine Journey starts here now at 12 o'clock.
1: This is the Truth Network.